Vagology Podcast with your host, Jenny. And Matt Morris. In this episode, we're going to be talking all about tofu. So, as it's titled, Tofu Made Tasty. Tasty Tofu. Yep. I think you got it, Matt. (laughs) So, uh, before we dive into our main topic, as usual, to give you inspiration for your own meals during the week, we are going to give you an overview of what we ate. Some of the highlights. What did we eat? Well, first off, we had BLT sandwiches. And they were great. The weather is starting to be consistently warm, and a great summertime meal is the BLT. Yeah, so tempeh bacon, lettuce, tomato, avocado, and mayonnaise. So I guess that would be a BLAT? It would. Avocados in there? Yeah, we need to switch up the name of that. Yeah. Include that A. A is very important. I couldn't imagine having a B-L-A-T without the A. That's true. Avocados make everything (laughs) great. (laughs) And of course, the mayo that we use is just mayo. We've mentioned in a previous episode that that is our favorite brand, and it is very good. Love the just mayo. Yep. So light and simple meal. Um, Next up, uh, one of the highlights we had was an Italian lasagna soup made with a white sauce instead of your traditional red sauce with lasagna. So Yeah, and that was something you just kind of threw together for us one evening, and it turned out to be Mm -hmm. quite delightful. Yeah, it was just one of those things where I wanted noodles. I was craving some pasta and the pasta that we had in the pantry, we had a box of lasagna noodles. So I just whipped this up and it turned out fantastic. You you frugal vegans out there, we (laughs) could have went out and got a different pasta. All we have is the lasagnas, but Jenny made it work. Yeah, and it was great. And I think we're going to make that into a regular rotation. It's getting a little heavy for summer, but I could lighten that up a little bit too. Yeah, it was wonderful. I could eat it all year round. Yeah. For sure. Yep. So that turned out really well. It was a pleasant surprise for both of us. And lastly... Tacos. Tacos. <laughs> love tacos. A staple in our house. So this week we made our tacos with roasted cauliflower. So we just roasted up some cauliflower, threw some taco seasoning on it, and added a bunch of vegetables. And of course, we had some leftover avocado from our BLTs. So that went on our tacos as well. Tacos are always welcome. Yes. So those are the highlights. I can't think of anything else. And I always make a lot, so that way we have leftovers. So we pretty much only have like two or three main meals each week. Yep, and And it feeds us throughout the week. Yep, and we didn't eat out at all, so we were at home all week, no eating out. All right, so that brings us to our vegan product highlight of the week. And this week, since we're focusing on tofu, we wanted to include a product that actually included tofu as an ingredient, and that is field roast creamy original chow slices. That's a mouthful. I know it is. (laughs) That, I had to say it carefully. (laughs) Field roast creamy original chow slices. What was it? (laughs) So, these are, of course, vegan cheese slices, and they are one of our favorites. The Field Roast Chow Slices, they have several different varieties. They're all fantastic. They melt great. Um, this, This one in particular, the Creamy Original, is, as it says, it is extremely creamy, and it is so tasty and delicious. I don't see how anybody couldn't like this. I agree. The cheeses are coming a long way. 
and this one is leading the pack. It's fantastic. You sit there and peel them and eat them while you're cooking, just like you would regular cheese slices. Yeah, and with this particular style of cheese um, variety, it's made with tofu. So it's flavored with fermented tofu, and it just and it has a very mild flavor. I know that sounds like it could be harsh um, and have a bite to it, but it truly doesn't. It has a mild flavor that that is very tasty. It's like quite pleasant. Yeah. So highly recommend checking that out if you haven't already. And then, of course, zero cholesterol, like all plant foods. So pretty good. So check it out if you get a chance. Perfect on those burgers. Yeah, it melts great on a burger. The Beyond Burger. Yay. (laughs) I love it. Now I'm craving a Beyond Burger. I kind of am, too. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) they do. That might be a highlight for next week, (laughs) friends. All right, so on to our main topic. We are talking tofu today, and it gets a bad rap, right? Yeah, it does. People like to rip on tofu. Yeah, they say it's disgusting, and even though they've never had it, in most cases, that's what I've experienced anyway, or someone's telling me they don't like tofu when, I mean, let's be honest, that's you don't like the way it was prepared. I don't think you can not like tofu. It's... um that just tells me that someone probably just never tried it, right? Or they didn't flavor it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, if they tried to eat it plain. Yeah. Uh, now, it's not gross if you try to eat it plain, but tofu in itself is is pretty much flavorless. It might have, like, a little bit of a beanie flavor, mm-hmm. maybe, but it's very subtle. Like, you never eat it plain, though. Like, you, you flavor it, and it pretty much takes on whatever flavor you give it, so... For the most part, right? Yep. Yeah, so uh, tofu is a great source of protein and calcium. So if you are not aware of that, you are getting a huge nutrition boost when you're eating tofu. So if you don't have any adverse reactions, if you're not allergic to soy, then tofu should be a staple in your house. Yeah. It is in ours. Yeah. We we always have an endless supply. So there are several different types of tofu. And instead of categorizing them by flavor, we're actually going to categorize them by different textures and water content. So for example, we have silken tofu, we have soft tofu, we have firm tofu, and we have extra firm. And sometimes you'll also see like a medium tofu as well. But we're just going to focus on the silken, soft, firm, and extra firm. What the difference is between all of these is the water content in each of them. Now, tofu, when you get it, it does come packed in water. And before you cook it, which we'll talk about in a little bit, you're you're going to want to drain it and press it and try to get some of that moisture out. So it really, these different types indicate the firmness level, the density, and the texture of it. And so moving forward, we're going to talk about how you would use these different types of tofu and what kind of recipes, and then also how you would cook them. All right, so silken tofu is used in mostly in desserts uh, if you want like a very creamy texture. So pudding, for instance, or if you're making a cheesecake, Also, it can be a substitute for heavy cream. It can be used in dips and different sauces as well. So anything that you want to be like have a creamy texture, silken tofu is great for. Same with soft tofu. That's kind of similar. It has a little bit more um, texture to it. It's not as like silky smooth as silken tofu, but the soft tofu is really good if you're blending. So again, it's really great for like uh, blending it up for dips and sauces. 
And also both of these types of tofu are good for even an egg replacement or heavy cream in different recipes like for baking. So it is, uh, so those two kind of go hand in hand and are really good for those type of recipes. Now, firm and extra firm also kind of go hand in hand. And again, it just depends on the texture. So firm is great for like tofu scrambles. That's what I usually get for when we make tofu scramble. And pretty much is very versatile if you want to bake it or fry it up. Firm is really great for that. But again, the water content's a little higher in that. Um, Extra firm. It's definitely more dense, and extra firm is really good. This is what you want to get if you're grilling tofu. So if you're throwing a couple slabs of tofu out on the grill, you definitely want to get the extra firm. It has more of that meaty feel to it. Yeah, and extra firm is great for even scrambles also, if that's if that's all you can find. But in most cases, you can find all of these different styles. Sometimes silken tofu is a little harder to find. So soft, if you need to replace silken, soft is fine. You, it's versatile. You can change it up. So, so those are your different types of tofu. And now, how do you prepare each of these types? And also, I'd like to say that frugal vegans out there, tofu is very inexpensive. And if you shop at the Asian market, you can get a huge pack for just a few bucks. That is a very good point. Oh, yes. Search out an Asian market in your neighborhood, in your community, and definitely look at the tote, getting your tofu there. It is so cheap. I think for like this huge tub, it's only four dollars, like maybe. And you get like eight something. or ten blocks, I think. It's yeah, it's they're, a lot. They're smaller blocks. Like normally, I think we pay on average like a dollar seventy nine or a dollar ninety nine. It's under two dollars what we pay for a block of tofu if we were like going to Whole Foods or Kroger, or, you know, wherever. Um, so tofu is not expensive. It's a, it's a fairly inexpensive thing, and you could stretch it out um, for an entire week over several different meals. And it's just, it's super, it's really good for you. But yeah, even if you want to save even further, it's an excellent point, Matt. You know, definitely search out your your Asian markets in your area and, and stock up. And now preparing tofu. So how do we prepare these different styles of tofu? So the first thing that you want to do, and this really applies to firm tofu and extra firm, is you're going to drain it because, again, like I said, it does compact in water, and you're going to press it. So you want to try to get as much of the liquid out of it as possible. So the longer you press it, the firmer the tofu is going to be. So it's going to change the texture. And then also, once you get rid of a lot of the the water in it, it's going to allow you to absorb more flavors. So wet tofu, and then another thing is wet tofu won't brown or crisp up um, as quickly or or maybe not even at all, it might just go straight to burn, if the tofu is too wet. So, and it doesn't take a lot. It's not a huge process. It is quite simple. You don't need to make it complicated. You can simply do it by just putting the tofu between some paper towels and then putting something heavy on top of it, like a stack of plates, or I like to put like a baking dish down and then put like a bunch of cans on it, you know, anything to kind of press it and get that water out. And you can even buy presses that actually press the tofu, but I would recommend... Yes, you frugal vegans out there, don't waste your money on a tofu press. You can do it easily at home Yeah, using, like she said, anything heavy. Yeah, it's not necessary. I have a tofu press and I never use it. 
I just and then that's just something else I have to clean. <laughs> yeah, it gets messy. You're cleaning it. You got to find a place to store it. Yeah. So, but you if you can get a tofu press if you want to, but it's very simple. Just to you know wrap it up in some paper towels and put something heavy on it and just drain it out. Just uh, I would say leave it like that for at least thirty minutes. But even if you just do it for like ten minutes, that that's fine too. That's plenty if you just want to fry up some tofu really quick or. You know, bake it. It's fine. But again, the longer you press it, the firmer the tofu is going to be. So, And the more it's going to absorb your marinade if you yeah. get the water out of it. Yeah, but it's a very simple process. So draining and pressing is your first step. Uh, another way to prepare tofu is to freeze it and thaw it. So freezing the tofu, so you want to press it first, and then you want to freeze it, and then you thaw it out. This makes the tofu more porous, and again, it absorbs more flavor since it's more porous. And it also changes the texture of the tofu, so it's more of a chewy, meaty-like texture. So draining, freezing, defrosting. After you defrost, press any other excess water out. It's ready for you to, you know, marinate it, and it's, it's a great technique just to change the texture depending on what the recipe is. Another way is blending. So if you're eating the tofu raw, so for example, we're using silken or soft tofu, you could use it in smoothies to make them creamy, uh, different creams like heavy cream, dips, sauces. So blending is another technique for preparing the tofu. And then lastly, marinating. So like we said, the different techniques to kind of soak in that that marinade is draining and pressing, of course. It's very important. Or if you want to freeze and thaw it, depending on what the recipe is and what texture you're going for. But marinating is a basic marinade that I use is uh, just using some tamari or soy sauce, garlic powder, onion powder, and then I throw some mushroom powder in there, mix it up marinate for at least a half an hour. Sometimes I'll just um, prepare it ahead of time and marinate overnight, but do it for at least 30 minutes. Uh, you could also use like barbecue sauce and sriracha. There's a lot of different ways you can marinate it or different sauces that you can use for it. Yeah, the tofu is basically just going to take on whatever flavor you give it. Whatever you like. Yeah. It's really up to you. Go crazy Make on it. Make it taste how you want it to taste. Tofu is as tofu does. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I liked it, though. <laughs> I liked it. I'm going to have to use that somewhere. <laughs> that goes on. A, that should go on a T-shirt. It should. <laughs> I, think, I think we need to make that happen. Um, so, yeah. So, marinating it. Yeah, just choose your favorite flavors. And like you would... I mean, marinating is not a new concept. So whatever you use to marinate, like if you're eating meat now, you know, what do you use to marinate your chicken or your... Wait, you didn't create marinating? No, I didn't. Oh, wow. (laughs) No, I wish I could take credit (laughs) for that, but no. (laughs) But yeah, so again, at least marinate your tofu for at least 30 minutes and then, again, the longer you marinate it, the more it's going to take in those those flavors. And then you're also going to use some of that marinade during the cooking process. Um, you could. So don't forget to reserve a little bit of it as well. So those are your different ways to prepare tofu. And then we move on to our different cooking techniques. So one, crumbling the tofu. A good way to mimic ground beef would be the freeze and thaw method. So you would just press it, freeze it, thaw it, and then you can crumble it up so that way it's like ground beef and then use it. It 
when you freeze it, it, like I said, it gives you that chewy texture, that chewy, meaty texture, and it would be really good for ground beef. I say more so than if you just crumbled up some pressed extra firm or firm tofu. And then, of course, flavor it. So definitely um, for ground beef, the freeze and thaw method. Uh, next cooking technique would be baking. So again, you're going to marinate for at least 30 minutes. If you bake it, preheat the oven to 400 degrees. You're going to cook the tofu for like 30 to 40 minutes. And we recommend brushing uh, the additional marinade that you have or whatever sauce that you're using on the tofu throughout the cooking process. So like every 15 minutes, I would just brush a little bit of that sauce or marinade onto the tofu. Yeah, tend to it. Keep the marinade going because again, that's what's flavoring it. Yeah, you're building that flavor during the cooking process. Okay, so baking your tofu, a couple different things that you can do. You can um, cut the tofu into larger pieces, like just larger rectangles, and have that as part of your main dish. You can cut it into cubes and use it in a stir-fry, salads, in Buddha bowls. Uh, There's a lot. So what we normally do is we normally batch cook our tofu at the beginning of the week. So we will marinate it uh, overnight. Uh, We usually cut it into cubes, and we will bake it up. And then we have all of this tofu to use during the week. So we'll just throw it on salads and we use it in bowls and ramen noodles, ramen noodles. Yeah. So we have it on hand and it's nice. Yeah. It can be tossed into pretty much anything. Yeah. A great boost of protein. And calcium. calcium. And calcium. Okay, and the next cooking technique is pan frying. So this is a very simple, quick way that you can prepare your tofu. And this is just heat a little bit of oil in a pan on medium-high. And then do five minutes on each side. Or if you have them in cubes, you can just toss it in the pan. And then after you do that, you can toss in marinade or a sauce. And it comes out golden and crispy. So, yeah. And I would recommend if you're pan frying, just to be clear, go ahead and cook the tofu in the oil until it gets golden and crispy. And then I would recommend adding the the sauce afterwards and then serve immediately so it retains its crispiness. But that's probably the best way that I like to do the pan fried tofu. It's a quick and, quick and easy way. Yep. And... Lastly, a different cooking technique would be grilled. So we mentioned earlier that you can grill tofu. It works. It works. Only if you oil the grill racks or the grill pan appropriately. It will stick. It will stick. And make sure that your grill pan, if you're using a grill pan, is really hot. Like medium high. Make sure it's hot. You get those good grill marks on there. And all you'll have to do... It's just you can brush the tofu with the marinade and sauce as it cooks. Again, we recommend doing it several times to kind of build that outside flavor. And it will stick. (laughs) (laughs) It does, but... If you don't take the precautions. Yeah, if you don't take the precautions. So we can't stress enough. Make sure that your racks are oiled. And hot. And hot. And again, just to reiterate, when you're grilling tofu, you always want to use extra firm. And make sure you press it. And one thing I want to mention with all of these cooking techniques, do not overcook it because your tofu will become dry. So the long, if you overcook it, the more moisture is going to come out of it. It's, it's a delicate balance, but it's not difficult. Trust me. You're not going to have issues. Tofu is so easy to work with. But if you do overcook it, it could end up a little dry. Just like anything else. Yep. So 
Yep, so that's tofu for yeah. you. Yeah, it's very versatile. There's a lot of things you could do. You could give it different flavors. You can give it different textures. And it's fun. I had a lot of fun. When I first started eating tofu, I had a lot of fun testing it out and trying new things. So. Yeah, you're creating all the flavors. So. Mm-hmm. so, very cool. So, hopefully you found that useful, my friends. Tofu away. Mm-hmm. Tofu for you. For you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now that we've gone through the tofu, what are we excited about this week, Jenny? Well, I can say that I'm super excited that Burger King announced it's offering the Impossible Burger nationwide. So I think it's going to be available at all locations by the end of this year. Yeah, if you remember a previous podcast, we had mentioned that they were going to do a sample run in St. Louis. And that sample run did not last very long. It was such a huge success for them. They have already started spreading it to all the Burger Kings in the United States. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is not going to be a slow rollout. From what we've read, they want to rapidly introduce it out into other markets. So it could be coming to a city, really, to your city very, very soon. Yeah, so we're super excited about that. It's another great option when we're out and traveling because there's Burger Kings everywhere Mm -hmm. so this is another place that we can easily pull off the road grab a bite to eat and continue traveling exactly so yeah we're happy about it um it's progress i mean this is this is huge for the vegan movement i think so yeah i'm super excited about it um the other thing that we're excited about this week in the news veg news reports that ikea is going to launch a new vegan Meatball. So they already have their their vegan meatball, their Swedish meatball, but it's more vegetable based. It's very good, but it's I think it's made with like a bunch of shredded vegetables, and it's definitely not. I don't think it appeals to like the meat eater. Correct. The person going in to eat the Swedish meatball isn't going to switch to that one. Yeah. So even though I love it, a lot of people probably won't. So they're going to make a meatier version. And this is in addition to, they also have, like we said, the vegetable Swedish meatballs and the soft serve ice cream they actually have. And they have hot dogs, which are very good. But they're, they're not like your traditional hot dog. Correct. It's kind of like the veggie Swedish meatballs. The hot dog's not very traditional. They put a few toppings on it, with, like beets. Yeah. And you know me, I can take beets sometimes, and sometimes I'm just not in the mood. But you love them all the time. Yeah. Um, so you can easily take the beets I discard. Happily. <laughs> but I didn't even know they did the soft serve ice cream, so I'm pretty excited about trying that. Yeah, we'll have to try that. But yeah, so IKEA is, is really making an attempt to um, cater to vegans and people on a plant based diet and to try to accommodate even meat eaters that want to maybe eat a little healthier. Um, but don't want to give up that flavor and texture that they're used to. Yeah, and let's face it. By the time you get through that checkout line at Ikea, you deserve an ice cream cone. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you do. So next time we will definitely be getting this off serve. So kudos to Ikea for that. We're excited to try out the new, um, the new meatball next time we get to an Ikea. Bravo, Ikea. Bravo. All righty. Um, anything else? That's about it for my excitement for this week. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of personal excitement things. But we, yeah, you don't want to hear all about our life. Maybe you do. If you do, if let you us do, know. do, let us know, yeah. <laughs> We're happy to share. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> We're open just books. Just be careful what you ask for. We might not shut up. Yeah. But, yeah, so in the plant-based world, um, that is what we're excited about this week, the news that came through. 
So I hope that this episode made you want to try tofu more. If, if you're not familiar with tofu, hopefully it got you excited or at least, at least less intimidated to uh, try different types of tofu. Yeah, so it's inexpensive. Get out there, get yourself a block, and see what you can do with it. Yeah. And if you do, if you have any questions, feel free to email us at hello at vagology.com, or you can post a picture of any of your creations to Facebook, and we'd love you to tag us at hashtag vagology podcast uh, so we can see what you're up to. Yeah, we love seeing those pictures, folks, so keep them coming. Yeah. All right, so if you like this episode, please share and give us a good review. We would truly appreciate it. Please and thank you. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you all have a great week. Peace Peace and love. love.